Hi, this is Jason Fagoni. Welcome back to Toxic. And this is Cynthia Dizikas. Cynthia is back this week, and we are going to talk about a new story. Uh, we've been working on this for about a month. Is that right? Yeah, and it's a little bit different than what we focused on in the past. Yeah, this one is more about power dynamics, more about uh, a potential conflict of interest between the city and the powerful developer that is building homes at the shipyard as part of its $8 billion project. And uh, we're going to tell you all about it after the break. Okay, we're back. And, um, you know, this story, as as stories tend to do, we were reporting our earlier story about Tetra Tech and about the police building on the shipyard. Building 606. Building right. 606. And we had made a public records request, and we're going through those records and, and suddenly saw the um, beginnings of this story within those. And Jason, I think you were you were actually looking through those records and and you came across these. Yeah, I remember just being confused at first because I, because there were emails that received from this other request that were from a city health official uh, exchanged between her and agents of Lennar, the developer, and also uh, people who were buying homes at Lennar's development at the shipyard. And it seemed a little a little bit odd that a city health official, uh, especially somebody who was sort of regulating this company, regulating Lennar as a watchdog over Lennar, is having these conversations with them about private home sales. And the other thing that jumped out at me is that she's not talking to Lennar's construction people or their facilities manager. She's talking to the like the sales and the marketing people. And I thought that's interesting. And I started slacking you. I'm like, what's what do you think of this? Like, yeah. what do you make of this? And I immediately thought it was fascinating right. given what we know about this particular health official. Her name is Amy Brunell, and she is not just a, you know, run of the mill health department employee who happened to be talking to these um, right. potential From the buyers. outside, she might appear that way, right? Yeah, like her title is environmental engineer. And she, so she's not the director of the city health department. She's not an elected official. But if you do any work or any research into the cleanup, she, she looms very large. She's kind of everywhere, right? Just partly because she has uh, worked on the project for 25 years, right? Uh, through six mayoral administrations. She's, she's, she just has this longevity that nobody else has. And um, she also has this interesting kind of history of making controversial statements about the cleanup, right? So exactly. what, what are some of the things that – we were aware of some of these from our previous reporting, but what would you, what would you say she, she is – how would you characterize her statements about the shipyard cleanup? Right. So, and, and first of all, when we talk about the home buyer she was talking to, these are – people who are potentially going to buy homes on Parcel A. We've mentioned Parcel A before. It's on a hilltop that is the only developed part right. of the shipyard. This is, the, this is the, the first piece of the shipyard to actually be developed, to be declared clean in yeah. 2004, right? So exactly. Authorities have told people there is no contamination to worry about there, but they live next door 
to the largest Superfund waste site in America. Right. So these emails we see are her talking to potential home buyers on that site. And you mentioned, you know, controversial statements she said in the past. And I think, you know, she's been on the Shipyard Project since 1993, so for 25 years, and has really been the city's point person, right, through multiple mayoral administrations. And during that time, I think, has developed quite a reputation for being like persistently optimistic about the cleanup yeah. and about the development. And um, and as of late, that optimism has really been jarring with the reality of what is happening um, since the scandal has broke with the cleanup. Yeah. And so you've got – so one of the controversial things she said – Right. Is that you've got um, the Navy and the EPA. Now, they're the ones who are really handling the cleanup and the oversight of the shipyard. They're saying because of the fraud that has happened or the uncertainty in the data that we have about radiation and radioactivity on the site, we can't say what's there and what's not. Right. They literally don't know how they literally clean don't or know. how contaminated right. the, the site is. But in contrast, then you have Amy Brunell who's been making really definitive statements about the safety of the entire shipyard. Right. So she said in May that she definitively knows that the entire shipyard is clean. The entire shipyard, that all the contamination has been cleaned up and there are no health or safety concerns there, which, you know, I mean, the Navy and EPA are saying, look, we really don't know. And she's saying, we know, and there's no problem. Exactly. And that has like really, you know, um, I, I think that struck supervisors, community groups, environmental experts as really just inaccurate. She, she also said at that hearing that uh, high rates of asthma and heart disease in Bayview-Hunters Point community might be caused by stress from like, learning about problems with the cleanup, which is, which is an outrageous thing, like an outrageous thing to say. And, yeah. and that's how the supervisor, you know, who responded to her treated it. Yeah, I Jane mean, basically, Kim. this is just an extraordinary yeah. statement. I wouldn't have expected this from our city's health department. It's kind of unusual for uh, a, a bureaucrat at that level to be making like extremely forward-looking confidence statements, right? You would expect more sort of caution. And that's what you get from Navy and EPA, but not from Navy Rennell. Right. And the thing is, um, she also has, a, you know, a controversial past of... Uh, there have been, you know, emails that were exposed by um, a community activist group, really raising questions. A grand jury referencing a civil grand jury referencing these emails, uh, raising questions about whether or not she's really been looking out for the public or has sort of been helping the developer. Right. More. She had some some email exchanges with Lenar in the past that were criticized, where it appeared that she was offering to let Lenar rewrite a report on sort of exposure to hazardous substances. Exactly. So these questions are swirling around her. And we know this because only because we've been reporting this out for the last nine months and talking to people. And she's one of the key people there. But these home buyers and potential home buyers. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. And so... And she's being presented to them by Lennar. Lennar is basically telling them, look, this is the city's expert on the cleanup. This is somebody who's been working on it for 25 years. This is the best person you could be talking to. Go talk to Amy. Yeah. And and so we see those. And I think we sort of two things we wanted to know. So we see these email introductions and we want to know what kind of conversations are they having with her and what is she telling them? Right. And then does that raise an ethical concern? And so what did we find out from talking to some of the home So we, buyers? we called them. We called yeah. the home buyers that we saw in the email. And uh, we talked to three families that, that, that were worried about buying a home at the shipyard. 
they had put down their deposits. Uh, and at that point, the clock is ticking toward closing, right? So you have a limited amount of time to do the research if you're looking to buy a home. Uh, they'd put down the deposits, and then they had seen something in the news uh, that made them worry. They uh, reached out to Lennar. Lennar sent them to Brunel. And Brunel had a phone conversation uh, or email exchange or sometimes both with these buyers. What did, she, what did she tell them? She essentially told them that there was nothing to worry about in the home area, right? No possible contamination there. She told them that uh, there really wasn't anything to worry about in the rest of the shipyard either and that the, the fraud scandal was kind of a blip. It was mostly insignificant and in the worst case, it would delay the development of the rest of the shipyard by a year or two. But beyond that, uh, nothing to worry about. And uh, what else did she tell them? I think that is fundamentally the, uh, I mean, one of the homeowners, she said that the air is as clean in the Bayview Hunters Point area as anywhere else in the city, the financial district, which the health department's own reports show that the air in Bayview Hunters Point has serious Um, you know, contamination issues. So she's giving them some some dubious information, but the homeowners don't know that. They, they find her very reassuring mm-hmm. and they, they find her knowledgeable. And these three families that we spoke to um, ended up going through with their purchases. Uh, they closed on their homes after talking to Brunel. Okay, so Brunel, a city health, health official who is supposed to be regulating the developer, is getting involved in these private home transactions. We have the emails. We have the conversations with uh, home buyers. At that point, we go to some experts, right, and talk about, well, is, is there, does this raise any potential ethical issues, right? Right. And I think one of the first things, since we've gone over exactly what she told them, that these experts asked us is, well, was that true? What she told them. And um, and in fact, some of the assurances it appears that she made to these home buyers later turned out not to be true. There was a radioactive object that was found right. on parcel A um, by a scan that the state was doing. There um, were serious questions by the EPA and the Navy about how delayed the development project was going to be. Right. They and both said they, did, they didn't really know. They couldn't They couldn't say because they ha- the shipyard has to be retested. And until the test results come back, they don't know how contaminated it is. So they can't really give an idea of the development timeline. Right. right. So and, and then the Navy later came out with a statement and, and estimated that it could be a decade. Ten years. Exactly. So that's a big deal. And it's a big difference. So there was, and that, and that was important to the homebuyers because they, right, they didn't want to be isolated on a little island of of development surrounded by undeveloped Superfund site, which right? is the current state, which is the current state of it. Yeah. yeah, and and so then the other thing though we looked at is when these homebuyers asked for information, was she, was Amy Burnell giving them everything she could have? Right, and we know we have a sense now because we've been we've been working on this for nine months. We have a sense of the universe of documents that are available. All right, and Brownell is is actually known. A city consultant once called her the master of document archives. So Brownell, uh, you know, more than anyone else in the city, has access to all the relevant project documents. Right, but we know that there are some really important documents that she wasn't giving to these home buyers. She was selectively giving them documents that were likely to reinforce positive views. And she was withholding documents that were more critical, that raised uh, questions about serious unresolved issues of the cleanup and could have raised doubt in the mind of a home buyer and maybe make them break their contract, right? Right. And so the legal and ethics experts that we spoke to said that 
is a big problem, right? She's right, not... these homebuyers are essentially making a public records request right. like we would make, right? right? I mean, they're not using the legal language to make a public records request, but they're asking a public official for public documents. And a public official is not free to selectively provide information that might make them look good. They have to provide all relevant information, right? Right. And so then, of course, as one of the experts told us, it raises this question of whether or not she is selectively releasing information that that makes the city and the development look better, right? And so so that's one issue, right? What she wasn't giving to these home buyers. But there's a more fundamental issue, right, that is raised by her interactions with these home buyers, and that has to do with her job with the city. Right. She's a regulator. She's supposed to be a watchdog. She's supposed to be looking out for the public health. Um, not a private interest at the shipyard. And in this case, it looks like she was helping this company sell homes. And that's not her job. She's supposed to be uh, looking out for the public and actually watching the company to make sure they're not exposing people to hazardous substances. Here she is uh, getting involved in the home sale process. Right. And we should say that the city, you know, Basically, they released uh, Amy Bernal declined to talk to us, right. but the city released a statement defending both her actions and the actions of the department. They have said she was acting very properly in her role, giving the public, these homeowners information and and that the city does not have an agenda here. Right. right? That, you know, they are also this was the city health department looking out first and foremost for the health of the public in San Francisco. Right. They said they have no other agenda than uh, looking out for the health of the public, and they said that the information that she gave to home buyers was factual, objective, and accurate. You know, and Lennar has also said that nothing improper happened here. They were merely providing potential home buyers with resources to information. Right. And honestly, the home buyers, uh, w- when we asked them about their exchanges with Brunel, and we even told them that she was withholding information from them. They had kind of mixed reactions, right? They, they, they felt like she was knowledgeable and they were glad to talk with her. But I think in, in, in the situation that they were in, I mean, it's very hard to, I think it's hard for us to go back to a time before we were working on this story because it seems like we've been working on it for Does so long. Does that time exist? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I mean, I remember when we first started and how daunting it was to just look at the volume of documents that are available about the project and how long, I mean, w- any given document can be hundreds of pages and there are just thousands or tens of thousands of them stretching back years. So I remember how, I remember how intimidating that was for us to start to wade into, right? And I feel like it took us months every day looking at this stuff. I, I don't know how you feel, but I, f- I feel like it took me months to really get my head around what was available and what the documents were saying. And these home buyers were in a situation where they had mere days or weeks to try to s- take a crash course in one of the most complicated, super fun cleanups in in the country, right? It's like almost an impossible task. Yeah, no, exactly. And so so you're relying, again, this is what our experts told us, but you're relying on any voice, particularly that of this person who's being held out to you as the city's expert, as you would the advice of a doctor right. or a lawyer, right? You're putting, you're putting 
extra weight in their in their opinion in what they're telling you and and so you're really leaning on that when you make this huge decision to buy a house um i do think on parcel a you know from the homeowners we've talked to beyond this story there is it seems like there is this division there between yeah, between definitely. homeowners who um are really really concerned about what you know the with the news about you know, data manipulation elsewhere in the shipyard means for them what the finding of this highly radioactive object means for them. Um, there are at least eight lawsuits from uh, homeowners, right? 20 exactly, plaintiffs. Exactly, yeah. But then there's also, you know, homeowners, some of them in this story, who really feel like this has been blown out of proportion. Right. And we know, again, we mentioned this um, radioactive object, but it is likely that didn't cause anyone harm. It was in an you know, undeveloped area of this site. It was buried under almost a foot of soil. So they really think they're fine. And the development, while delayed, is going to happen. And they like it there. They yeah. like the homes. They like it's the community. It's a beautiful place. Oh, it, yeah. It's. I mean, we went on the rooftop deck of one of our sources here for, on the fourth floor. And you can see uh, for miles, you know, gorgeous view of the Bay Bridge. You can even see the Golden Gate Bridge. Exactly. And that's the promise of this development. And so I think as it, you know, as it relates to the city and the city health department's interaction on these home sales, that's something that we're definitely going to keep following um, and, and, you know, see if there's any reaction to this story and to the role that the, the city played. Yes, and we will continue to follow this story. And we are also working on a, a year-end wrap-up story that will update you, our listeners, and our readers on uh, the current state of play at the shipyard across all sorts of different angles. Exactly. So stay tuned for that. Thank you to King Kaufman, our producer. Toxic is a part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing. You can support Toxic and a lot of great journalism with a print or digital subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Toxic.